0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. We're going live. We'll do it live! This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday. We're going to talk about getting more of that green stuff. We're going to be talking about... Getting rich and dying trying. <laughs> we'll be talking about getting Bugattis. We'll be getting Bugattis this morning, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good morning, Riley. Good morning. Hey, if you guys are watching on on uh, Facebook or the Twitter, uh, smash that like button. Then head on over head on over to YouTube. Hold on. Let me let me actually type that out. Smash that like button. And head over (laughs) to, okay, there we go. All right. Riley, what's up, brother? What's up? Glad to see you in the chat, man. I see some other people watching right now, but they're quiet. They're quiet. All right. We are live, folks. Join me for these every Wednesday and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern time. But if you can't make it, that's what the replays are for. Today, we're going to be talking about the green stuff. We're going to be talking about getting rich or dying trying. Can I get a hell Yeah. By the way, ladies, none of you can be first, but all of you can be next. Get you some merch guys down the, down below the video here on YouTube. I'm linking to this. That's how you get rich guys by selling the merch. (laughs) Just kidding. You're not going to get rich selling merch. Well, I mean, I guess you could, uh, but that's not what this video is about. That's not what this video is about. Uh, I must, uh, uh, I'm sorry. They say that women only care about money, right? So why not get you some? Am I right? Am I right? Why not get you some? Get you some money. In all seriousness, this, this information will do a, a vast majority of some of you guys, some real good. Some real good. When I first learned this stuff, it was it blew my mind. I, it totally changed the way I, I looked at money. And, um, you know, wealth is a mindset. Wealth is a mindset and uh, there is a difference between the way rich people think and the way poor people think. So uh, hopefully this will will get you there. Um, I'm also going to preface this with uh, do your own research. You know, this is not financial advice and I'm not a financial advisor, (laughs) but this has worked for me. Okay. But I got to put that legal disclaimer out there. And before we get too far into this, let's do the usual housekeeping. Let's go over here. You know, if if this video doesn't do very good, I'm going to be like, you guys are bitching about, oh, women only care about money, but none of you guys want to do anything about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had uh, I had Dante a couple of weeks ago say, hey, hey, can you do an episode on vasectomies? I was like, yeah. It's like the lowest viewed live stream I've had. <laughs> no one cares. No one wants to do vasectomies. So I'm, I'm just hoping that some of you guys might want to get rich someday. Okay? All right. Y'all follow around Andrew Tate. Uh, He didn't follow this method, though, and we'll get into that. All right. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications, drop a comment. Any comment will do. If you guys are watching live right now, I see several of you guys. Uh, if you guys are watching live on, uh, you know, Facebook or Twitter, come on over to come on over to YouTube and then sound off in the live chat. That makes this whole thing go by faster. And then if you are watching on the live stream, drop a comment below. Any comment will do. Your favorite emoji or whatever. So I when I say that, people actually do just drop like random emojis. I'm like, thank you for the emoji. I appreciate it. <laughs> if you guys are listening to the replay on your favorite audio platform after this, give us a five star review. That helps out more than you know, and then, uh, you know, I'll read those five-star reviews in an upcoming episode. I don't always, like, I I say that, but I'm not always reading those because I'm not always looking at them. (laughs) But uh, if you do, like, periodically I go through that, and if uh, if a bunch have piled up, I'll read all of them. All right, follow me on social media. The links are all in the description. Join my Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. There are limited speed uh, seats there's limited seats for the premium tier and um, and for the uh, the second tier. all right The second tier is like the most affordable coaching you're ever gonna get. It's like 50 bucks a month. you get unlimited access to text from me over telegram. So you know you you're on a you're on a date with a girl you you get stuck on something. just excuse yourself, go to the bathroom send me a text real quick. <laughs> more, more often than not, I'll get back to you pretty quick. All right. Um <laughs> if you guys are, are like uh chatting with a chick on a dating app or whatever, you don't know what to say, take a screenshot, send it to me. I'll I'll help you out. I'll help you out. That's uh it's one of the, the most affordable uh programs out there, and then the premium tier, it's only a hundred bucks a month, and then you you get all of that, plus you get uh monthly calls with me so that we can actually sit down, make goals for you, and then follow up on those on those uh, to make sure that you're making progress. So Check that out. Patreon.com slash come on man pod. Another great way to support the show guys is to send a super chat or send a super sticker during these live episodes. That really helps out a lot. You can send these for like, as a, like as little as a dollar, I think, you know, if you just want to make like a one time, um, you know, like if if this episode helps you out at all, if you learn something and you get value from this, send a super chat. That really helps. Uh, let's see here. Get on the email list, com, And I will send you some free stickers for your troubles. If you like these designs, um, you guys, if you guys are listening on the replay, you can't see them, but come on over to YouTube sometime and you can see what these look like. Uh, all of these designs are available on mugs and t-shirts and stuff as well. I'm drinking out of my coffee mug right now. Mm, your coffee tastes better in these, but, uh. You can get the, you can get the merch at merch.comonmanpod.com And they're also, they're also linked uh, below the video on YouTube. There's an integration with Teespring. So, and then finally check out my law of attraction course, my practical law of attraction course. It's chick crack free. It's psychology based. It, there's about three explanations for the law of attraction. Okay. There's a spiritual one. There's a quantum theory one. And then there's psychology it's, you know, it's basic psychology when you really get down to it and understand what it is that you're doing. And a lot of the techniques that you learn in this course are techniques that psychologists have you do. If you go see a psychologist, you know, cause they, if you, if you need to un- mess, uh, let's see, we're, we're not past the eight minute mark, uh, unmess your mind up. <laughs> There's things out here that psychologists like actually do like uh, different uh, techniques and stuff. So, uh, You're definitely going to want to check this out. And then, like I said earlier, building wealth is a mindset. And a lot of people, they hold themselves back from building the life that they actually want. This course will show you how to take control of that, how to actually sit down, figure out what it is you actually want and then how to get so mentally focused on it that your mind will just spend day and night grinding away trying to make that a reality for you and it's not magic it's it's psychology so check that course out loa.comonmanpod.com i will play a commercial for that and then we will we will get into this today here we go Do you struggle to find the kind of women you want? Are you tired of swiping away all day on dating apps and only finding mediocre women? When you're out and about at the supermarket or at the mall, all you see are woke, liberal women. You can't seem to find a traditional submissive woman that checks all your boxes. What if I were to tell you that the reason why you can't find your traditional submissive woman is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have programmed your mind to think that there's only trash women around you. You've programmed your mind by focusing on what you don't want in a relationship. To solve this problem, I've created my practical law of attraction course. In my course, I will teach you how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you will be hyper aware of the kind of women that will check all of your boxes. It's not that they weren't there before, it's just that you weren't aware of them because of your current mindset. So let's change that mindset today. Check out my course by visiting loa.comonmanpod.com. That's loa.comonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So act now. act now guys speaking of acting now we've got a super chat my brother nathan here let's see here you get this we're past the eight minute mark you get this i was just gonna say it this guy fucks am i right (laughs) nathan fucks happy friday two dollar super chat thanks brother i appreciate it man That, that helps out quite a bit and uh riley says yo forgot to mention speaking of your mug Rick Flair was just in town a few days ago. That's right. Woo! <laughs> man, that dude. That dude just won't quit, will he? Man, like I thought he was gonna die a couple years ago. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, glad he's still around though, because he's a he's an absolute legend. He's an absolute legend. He, it, it, it breaks my heart that uh, he does like these events, right? Like, was it a month or two ago? He did Rick Flair's last match. How many last matches has this guy had he's had he's had like well over a dozen now, I think, and the the sad thing is is he's he just went through another divorce with his uh now ex-wife Wendy, and so it's like you know he's doing it because he needs the money, which is so unfortunate. like like guys just don't learn their lesson, you know you're like, dude, stop paying all these women alimony. It's crazy anyway, speaking of alimony, yeah, let's talk about some money. woo. <laughs> All right, guys, what we're going to be talking about today is largely the Dave Ramsey method, the Dave Ramsey method. Um, now, great book. I highly recommend you guys read this. Read Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. All right. This book will will change your life. It will change your life. Now, one thing I will say, if you're not like a, like a, a religious guy at all, which I, I'm not that religious, but I don't mind reading people's. You know, people talk about religion, so I don't. I don't mind. Still, thought it was a great book. But if you're, if that sort of turns you off, um, another book which I'll talk about here, uh, Tony Robbins has a book called uh, "Money Mastering the Game." It's 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 a total ripoff of Total Money Makeover, (laughs) but we'll we'll talk about that. There's a couple of differences. Um, Now, Dave Ramsey also has uh, Financial Peace University. Okay, I also read that book. But I'll tell you what, it's it's exactly the same material that's in Total Money Makeover. Uh, it's just like he's just drawn it out more. But everything you need to know is in Total Money Makeover, so at least read that book. Now, I did I talk about Tony Robbins uh, totally like ripping off uh, Total Money Makeover. <laughs> so he has a book called uh, Money Master the Game, uh, but it's got three main differences. It's got three main differences, and some of these I actually I actually incorporated, and I and I put these differences in my my book as what I do. Now, a lot of the stuff that I talk about, this is what I do. But like I said d- at the beginning, do your own research, okay? This is not financial advice. <laughs> so Tony Robbins, some differences that he recommends uh, other than Dave Ramsey's methods. So Dave Ramsey comes up with uh, what he calls the seven baby steps, right? Now uh, I. I got rid of one of the baby steps, so I'm only recommending six of these baby steps, and I'll talk about that here in a little bit. But um, Tony Robbins has the same the same exact seven baby steps, that's why I say it's a complete ripoff. But this is hopefully hopefully Tony doesn't see this and sue me for millions <laughs> I mean, for defamation. It's actually a good book, uh, so I recommend that book too. But um, so what what Tony recommends is he recommends uh, low cost index funds over mutual funds. Because they're actually the only stock market vehicle out there that's been proven, and I'm proven, guys, to consistently beat the market, okay? Index funds, not mutual funds. So Dave Ramsey recommends uh, mutual funds all the time. Uh, Tony Robbins recommends index funds. When I looked into it more, Tony is right. Index funds are the way to go. There's uh, the thing about mutual funds is is uh, these guys that manage the portfolios they're doing a lot of trades and stuff on the back end they're trying to predict the market so they're they're doing all these trades and stuff on the back end that uh, they're charging fees for there's taxes that are involved so there's all these these, these back end costs that uh, that you're where you're losing money with mutual funds whereas index funds essentially what they do is they buy you know like let's say the S&P 500 um they and then let's say they it's a, a small cap index fund what they'll do is they'll buy like the top 500 um uh, companies in that in that that index so that's it there's no trades there they just put their money in and park it now if anybody falls out of that top 500 and someone replaces it that's like the only type of trade you see but they always stay in like the top 500 now the thing about both mutual funds and index funds is by themselves, they're already diversified. They're, they're di- diversified portfolios because you're buying multiple stocks. You're basically putting your money in a pool and it's getting evenly distributed a bunch, a bunch of different stocks. So when they talk about diversify, you're already diversified by going into these mutual funds and index funds. But index funds just have lower costs on the back end okay so that's why low index funds are are better. If you want to know more about index funds and why they're better, then I also recommend uh, reading the little book on common sense investing by John Bogle like John Bogle is the he's the inventor of index funds but he's been like he's there's all sorts of other like major investors like Warren Buffett or whatever that back this guy up like they it's been proven that index funds, consistently beat the market and most of these these mutual funds don't so but uh read that book the little book on common sense investing you'll you'll understand why index funds work better but uh i'm going to i'm going to be i'm going to be real with you it is boring (laughs) af it is list i listen to that audio it's like it's like listening to paint dry You know what I mean? It's like, it's just your eyes glow, Unless you're like, you know, maybe Cappy or somebody, someone that's like really into finance or whatever, you might find it like really fascinating and riveting. Ooh, numbers. So sexy. (laughs) But I didn't, it was boring as hell, but it's, it's great. It's great. Um, Another thing that Tony recommends that, uh, that, that differs from Dave Ramsey's method is he recommends the, how you allocate your funds. He recommends the Ray Dalio all-weather allocation method, which uh, which I'll show here in a little bit. So Dave Ramsey, he recommends a very simple way to allocate your funds. I actually follow Dave Ramsey's method just because it's, it's simpler. You know, it like to me, it's just, it's easier and easier is better for me. Uh, but the, the Ray Dalio all-weather method, it's really designed to weather all sorts of corrections in the market. You know what I mean? Uh, But in the market corrects all the damn time. Okay. All the damn time. And that's, that's one thing that, that, that poor people, poor people look at the market differently than rich people. All right. We talk about mindset. Okay. When this works with crypto too, when, uh, when the market completely tanks, like poor people freak out and they pull out their money and they lock in those losses. Okay. That's what poor people do. They're like, Oh my God, my money, I'm losing my money. I better pull it out. Well, now you, you've totally lost your money, but rich people realize that market's correct, which means that they crash and then they come back up again. Typically. If you look at, if you look at the great, uh, the great depression, right? The stock market never went to zero. It never went to zero. It dropped qu- considerably. But if you had put money in like right at, you know, right before the, the, the depression and then like the stock market crash and you just left your money in there, uh, like it just let it compound since like the twenties or whatever, like you'd be like, you'd have billions of dollars right now because the market's like only gone up. So it corrects. You just have to like weather, weather that and, uh, having diversified portfolios, like I'm going to talk about helps you weather that a little bit better. So we'll talk about that, and then finally, another thing that he recommends uh, is rebalancing your funds annually. So uh, if you get into, if you start investing, you start following this advice, you start doing this stuff. Uh, mo- like almost all investment platforms have an uh, an option to have your funds rebalanced every year. So let's say you follow the Dave Ramsey model, which is real simple. It's it's basically four buckets, 25% in each bucket. Um, as the year goes on, some of your buckets are going to make more money than other buckets, right? So you're going to see that, you know, you start off with 25% in each bucket, but you know, one bucket might end up with 30% and another bucket will be less, right? Well, every year you just automatically set it to rebalance so that it all goes back to 25%. Uh, I've already done this. I've already put out a disclaimer. That it's not financial advice. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, Let's see here. Oh, if you guys have a question, send a super chat. That that helps out the show. All right. So those are the differences. Those are the big differences. Otherwise, Tony's book is exactly the same. uh, And then he leaves out the religious stuff. You don't hear a lot of the religious stuff in there. Um, Another great book is The Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. I highly recommend this book, okay? Because uh, one thing that, that DeMarco does is he shits on this method. He totally shits on this method. He calls it the slow lane to wealth, all right? Now, he does say it's still effective, though. He says it's still effective, but you, ju- you just can't touch this money until you retire. That's a fact. So, and he also says that Dave Ramsey didn't get rich by following this method. He got rich by teaching this method right? Selling courses, selling books on this. That's true too. Um, so, (laughs) and there's a lesson there. There's a lesson there. Right. But I will say this for, for a vast majority of the people out there, you're not going to be writing books. You're not going to be selling courses. Like a, a vast majority of people like to work their nine to five jobs and go fishing on the weekends. Okay. So for a vast majority of people, they should follow this advice. And this, this advice does work for, for everybody. So even if you are following the, the millionaire fast lane method and you are starting your own business and you are selling your own products and whatever, um, you should still follow this method because this, this works as well. Like you'll have money for retirement, plus you'll also have money on the front end too. So it, it, you can't lose with this, all right? But the average person should at least start doing this stuff. And most people don't. Most people don't. Most people don't even think about retirement, right? Like they're in their 20s. They're not thinking about what life's going to be like in their 60s or 70s. It doesn't, it doesn't, they can't mentally time travel into the future that far. They just can't do it. But then they find themselves like living on social security. And social security, there's no guarantee on that, right? And that like you're living in poverty, absolute poverty, if you're expecting to live off the government dole when you're in your 70s. So it behooves you to start thinking about your financial future. Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky, but I did it. I did it, man. Yeah, I did it. We'll talk about all this. All right, so the Dave Dave Ramsey method largely revolves around living debt-free. All right, so the idea is that if you don't have any debt, If you don't have any bills to pay, then you have more money for yourself, right? All the income that you get from your job, even if you're you're working a minimum wage job, if you don't have any debt, that's all your income, right? (laughs) So, um, there's a there's a and there's a big difference between good debt and bad debt. Okay, now the thing is, like with Dave Ramsey's method, is he assumes that all debt is bad, and there's a reason for that. Okay, so Dave, um. That, there's a reason for that. Most people have no idea what the difference is between good debt and bad debt, and that's where they get into trouble. You know, they rack up thirty thousand dollars in credit cards and stuff like that, and um, they just don't know how to. They just don't know how to get around uh, doing that sort of thing, and so they live like way above their means, and that's bad debt. Consumer debt is absolutely bad. Now, if you uh, get a loan and then buy real estate property like that's not that's actually smart debt like that's actually good debt because you'll make more money typically uh with that with that borrowing that money and then you know later flipping the house or selling the house later you'll you'll actually end up ahead by borrowing that money so that's smart debt right because that's like in you know that's your that's an investment (laughs) at that point but most and and Dave does sort of allow for that. Like that's the only kind of debt he allows for is like for your home. You know what I mean? But uh, there's other ways. There's other good debt out there, and we'll we'll we can talk about that. But for for the most part, the idea is to to have zero debt. Now there's a there's a another reason too the why Dave recommends this uh, is because he made his first millions in real estate, right? So he was borrowing good debt. And but he what he was doing was stretching himself too thin. He was uh like like buying and flipping houses, and he was just he just took out way too many loans. And then uh the bank called in all of his loans at once, right? If if that does that, the 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 house of cards falls, right? So that's why he's like so against it. And what he he ended up doing was he developed his debt snowball method, which we'll talk about. Uh Instead of declaring bankruptcy, he decided like, no, I borrowed this money. I'm going to pay it back. So he developed the debt snowball method to pay, to get out of debt. So he followed this to get out of debt. And then what he's, what he did to make his millions again was tell people how he got out of debt. Basically that's what he did. Uh, Let's see here. Not sure retirement, as we know, will exist in 20 years. All pensions, social security, bonds, maybe even stock. Most stock is not what you think do you hold a stock certificate? Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you can always, you can invest in crypto too. There's other things that you could put it in, but uh, over time, since like, you know, the beginning of the stock markets, it's, it's always been there. It's never gone to zero. Uh, so I think it's, it's, you know, a, a lot of people, there's a lot of speculation ever since 2008, a lot of people are a little weary about the stock market stuff like that. But, historically speaking, it's never gone to zero. It's always gone up. It's still considered widely considered like, you know, good place to put money. So, uh, do your own research though, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about, make sure uh, one of your buckets is physical access, assets. Yeah. There's a great, Oh, that's, that reminds me. There's another good book by Robert Kiyosaki called fake, right? After reading that book, I started buying gold and silver after that book because he talks about in that book. And I'm going off on a tangent here. He talks about uh, the idea of God's money, right? Gold and silver has always been worth something, so he highly recommends um, he highly recommends uh, buying gold and silver. So I started doing that. I uh, and this isn't a plug. I'm not. I'm not making any money off this, but I use Goldline. There's a bunch of other. There's about the bunch of other companies out there, and I just have you know i have a couple hundred bucks every month just automatically sent off to buy gold and silver and then like once a year they ship it to me and i actually you know hold physical gold and silver so that that's not a bad idea either um but you know like it's it's hard to lug around gold and silver you know what i mean and that's the reason why they created paper money <laughs> if you look at the history of of fiat currency it's because like people didn't want to carry around epic fuck tons of gold and silver <laughs> so anyway there's a there's a there's a bunch of things to consider there uh let's see here so rich people so look, going back to uh to debt and uh and stuff like that um so dave didn't want to go into bankruptcy so he figured out the 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 debt snowball method to get out of to get out of uh you know his debts but rich people use bankruptcy laws to their advantage. Okay? Uh, look at Donald Trump, right? People shit all over Donald Trump because he, he filed bankruptcies. Like, that. there's a, there's a reason why those, those laws exist. It's so that rich people can take advantage of them. And you can, too. You can, too. Guess what? Guess what? Laws work for you, too, guys. So, anyway, um, it's funny. I, uh, <laughs> I have a friend named Chuck. He's been on the podcast, Chuck Kohout. He's a real estate mogul in, in, um, in New Jersey. And, and one of his things is he does like very creative real estate. Right. And one thing that he told me one day we were chatting, we have a, I have a group chat with, uh, with him and black spider guy advice and, uh, this guy, Jay Rudd and another, in a, a another guy, um, Texas, Texas, uh, desert sailor we're all in a group chat because we all, we used to have a a show very similar to rule zero called um, called the fantastic four and the fantastic four didn't last very long, but we're all, we all still, we're still friends. So we all have a group chat. And one day Spidey was uh, talking about how he's, he's um, you know, trying to, you know, get out of debt and all this stuff and and I'm a Dave Ramsey guy so I was telling him, "Oh, well, this is how you do it, man. This is uh, you know, the debt snowball method or whatever." Uh, he was talking about paying off his student loans and I was saying, "Oh, yeah, you know, this is how you get out of debt." And Chuck goes, "Fuck that shit. This is how you do it." He goes, "This is what rich people do and I'll tell you guys this today." He says, "You can't you can't declare bankruptcy on student loan debt. It's like one of the only debts you can't just de- de- declare bankruptcy on, right?" So what you do is you take out a consumer loan, right? You go to a bank, you get a consumer loan, you use that consumer loan to pay off your student loan debt. And now you have a debt that you can declare bankruptcy on. So you declare bankruptcy on the consumer loan. Now you obviously can't go to a bank and say, Hey, give me a loan that I'm going to plan to declare bankruptcy on. (laughs) But... You could do that, right? You turn around, you pay off your student loans with your consumer loan, and now you can declare bankruptcy on it. Now you're debt-free. Magic. Woo! <laughs> and you didn't have to use the debt snowball method. And then, but people were like, oh, but then didn't you have a, a black mark on your record for like seven years. Well, the thing is, is that uh, that's somewhat true, but credit card companies, the next day, I had a friend that declared bankruptcy and he sort of corroborates this story. Uh, the next day, you will get letters in the mail from credit card companies offering to have you rebuild your credit through them. So it's like it's like, oh, you you can't get credit for seven years. that's bullshit. You mean, you get it like the next day. <laughs> so i I think that's kind of shady, right? It is legal. It actually is legal. <laughs> it's legal. Um, it's like it's frowned upon, though, right? Like it's it's so shady. I wouldn't do it. Like I, I got morals. I'm like, no, man, I borrowed this money. I'm going to pay it back. Like that to me, that's theft. But there's some people out there that are, you know, they don't, they don't have the, the, the same morals as, as you and me. <laughs> all right. So all that being said, this will work for just about anybody. Uh, so you might as well start there. Now say just about anybody, because if you're really close to retirement age, like if you're if you're in your like late 50s, like early 60s and you're you haven't sta- started saving for retirement, like you're fucked, man. Like you uh you have a lot, you have an uphill battle. You have to do like 20 different side hustles to try to rebuild what you could have been doing this whole, whole entire time. That's why I say you young bucks out there, if you guys are in your like late teens, you know, early to mid 20s, like you guys need to get on this right now. Okay, I tell I tell my my daughter and my son this because they're they're teenagers. My daughter, when she started her first job at sixteen, I'm like, you start now, you start saving this stuff right now. You're going to be a millionaire by your time you're my age. I pulled out like a a compound interest calculator and I was like, look, this is how much you're going to have at my age if you do this right now. And she didn't 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 have to tell her twice. Every payday, she makes she works a part time job. And, uh, she gets paid a slightly over minimum wage and which out here, it's like, uh, it's like $15 an hour. Crazy. Uh, when I was a kid, minimum wage was like $4 an hour, but, uh, she gets paid like 15 bucks an hour part-time and every payday, she sends me a text message. Hey dad, I got paid. Can you take the amount out? And, uh, what we do is we, we take out 10% for her. Uh, what I recommend is 15%, but, uh, 10%, you know, that works too. If you ever read, um. The uh, richest man in Babylon. They recommend keeping 10 percent for yourself. So if you can do fifteen percent, even better. If you can do more, even better. All right. Uh, so yeah, the younger you start, the the better it works due to compound interest. All right. So let's get into these baby steps here. There's uh. So Dave Rep, Dave Ramsey recommends seven. I only recommend six. Um, because he recommends. Uh, saving money for your kid's college and paying paying for your kid's college so that like the idea is that they don't start their life out with, with student loan debts. My only problem with that is that um, I believe that if you pay for your kid's college, they're more likely to piss it away. You know what I mean? Like if they're earning their own way through college, they'll respect it more. Now you can still, you know, my daughter is doing this right now she's working to get like scholarships and grants and all this stuff. Her mom, that's one thing about like my ex-wife is my <clears throat> my ex-wife is excellent at that. My my ex-wife is great at grant writing and um, you know, find like looking for all the different scholarships out there. So, she's really helping out my daughter to to find ways to pay cash for college. But she's not she's not going to get out scot free. She's going to have to take some student loans out. But I like to me <laughs> student student loans are are worth it depending on the job you're going into. Like for me, I I, I ended up having to get student loans. Like the the navy uh, the navy gave me a GI Bill to to pay for college. And my dumbass, I was married, uh, and I was going to community college. And at that time, community college was only twelve dollars a credit in California, so it was like dirt cheap. And so I was going to community college, drawing on my GI Bill. But my my now ex wife was going to university, so we were using the GI Bill to pay off her university. So my GI bill paid off my wife's fucking degree. (laughs) So I ended up having to get student loans, but still the the degrees I have. And then the career I went into, it it was worth it. Like I've, I've made that money back like a a bunch of times now. So that's, that's good debt. As long as you're going, getting a a good degree, right? Like something in STEM, that's what like Clary recommends. So, uh, so you can do that. My daughter's, my daughter's uh, going to go into a good career. And so I uh, like, she's going to have to get some student loans. So that's, that's, that's okay. Yeah. But like, I'm making her work for her own, you know, her own uh, scholarships and financial aid and, and stuff like that. So she's going to, res- she's going to actually go to school and not want to piss it away. At least that's the idea. So I got rid of that. So I only have, uh, I only have six. So the first baby step you want to do is have an emergency fund. You want to save up a thousand dollars uh emergency fund. And um oh let me let me get this up here. let me see if I can get it here. Um So Dave Ramsey recommends uh, basically you you take all your debts and you just start paying minimum on all your debts. Okay? And you just do this for a smart smart small period of time. So a lot of people freak out about this like oh if you only pay the minimum like you're just, you know, like just just get that out of your head for a minute, okay? Like th- it all works out in the end. but, uh, you start paying the minimum on, on your debts. And, uh, and then what you start doing is any extra money you have left over, you start putting away in a savings account, um, until you have a thousand dollars. You want to save up a thousand dollars emergency funds. See a lot of, a lot of people, a problem with them is that they, they, uh, they use their credit cards for emergencies. Right, like let's say you uh, someone slashes your tires, right? That's like let's say you have a you have a you know a car that's that could be up to about four hundred dollars worth of damages, maybe more depending on the car, right? Someone slashes your tires, so people most people don't have that money on hand, okay? So what you want is an emergency fund because when shit like that happens, uh, you don't want to go into debt to try to fix it. So if you have money on hand to fix problems like that, it becomes less of an emergency. Right. So, what I what one thing that I do differently than Dave Ramsey, though, is I don't put that money in a savings account because the problem with savings accounts is they don't keep up with inflation. Right. They, uh, you might make like 1% right on your money, but inflation right now is what like eight or nine percent. I haven't looked in a while. So basically if you, if you just leave that money sitting in a savings account, let's say you have no emergencies, you're just leaving that money in a savings account. Like technically you're losing money having it sit there. So I recommend, um, what I started doing years ago is I started putting all that money into an Acorns account. Acorns is a, uh, it's an investment, like it's an investment uh, app, right? They, they basically take your money they put it into index ETFs. And uh, you can set you can set your money to like you know, like safe, like moderate, or aggressive. So I set mine on aggressive, and I just put my money in there. and that's essentially where I keep my emergency fund. And then, if I do have an emergency and I need that money right away, um, it takes six days to transfer that back out of your acorns account. <clears throat> and um uh, so one one great thing about doing that is that, You don't have that money sitting there. So you're not like, oh, I could just, you know, I could buy this today on Amazon. I'll just transfer it from my savings account. You don't do that because it takes six days to transfer from your Acorns account. So you think twice. You think, uh, you do think twice about it. So I highly recommend doing this. Plus, because it's an index ETFs, it's actually, you know, keeping up with inflation or beating inflation half the time, more often than not. If you guys want to check that out, I'll put a link to it here in in the chat. Um, this is my invite. Um, and then you know, you could check that out. But I, I really like Acorns. And so, what I'll do is um like Dave Ramsey recommends like cutting up all your credit cards. I keep a zero balance on my credit card, but one thing that I do is I have a, a credit card with air miles. So, what I'll do is um if I do have an emergency, I'll pay for it with a credit card and then transfer that money over from Acorns and then pay off the credit card. Keep a zero balance, and then the money that you know that i i I spent on the credit card that gets converted to Air miles, and then I you know I can fly for free or at a discount and stuff like that. So I to me, that works out well. But if you suck with credit cards, if you have no discipline, <laughs> don't do that. Just just uh, you know, just have the savings account where you could easily access the money to pay for this stuff. Uh, that you know that's that's always a good way to to go. But just realize that if it's in a savings account, you're losing money. all right. So now that you've saved up a thousand dollars, Oh, and a lot of people are like, well, I don't have any extra money. I don't have any extra money to, to save up that thousand dollars. You know, like I, my, all my money, I live paycheck to paycheck. All my money goes to bills. Well, Dave Ramsey talks about this too. Um, and I have this in my, in my chapter of the book, but you really need to look at, look at your budget. And then figure out where you can cut things. And a lot of people's budget is like their food budget. You know what I mean? So look at like how much you're spending on groceries. And then for like a a small period of time, uh, Dave Ramsey says, live off of rice and beans, man. Live off rice and beans, live off ramen. Just the cheapest shit you can get to, to, to save money so that any extra bit of money you have goes into this emergency fund. Stop going out to Starbucks. Stop going out to eat. If you if you you'll find that a lot of people go out to eat like every night of the week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good morning. Got that morning phlegm going on. So you need to look at like where all this extra money is going, right? If you're going out to Starbucks every day, stop. Get get yourself a mug. <laughs> Make drip coffee in the morning. Save that money. Put that extra money in your savings savings uh, account or your Acorns, whatever you want to do, until you have a thousand dollars in there. Once you have a thousand dollars, now we go to baby step two. And and in any one of these baby steps, right? If something happens, let's say, let's say uh, you do have someone slash your tires. You have a crazy ex girlfriend come slash slash your tires. Now you got to take money out of your emergency fund to pay for new tires you start back at, 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 at one, you start paying minimum on your, your debts until you can start taking extra money and, and putting it back in the, the savings account. And then once you have a thousand dollars again, you go back. <laughs> right. So now we're on, we're on uh baby step two, which is paying off your debt using a debt snowball. Now, a lot of economists like argue with Dave Ramsey on this, right. They're like, What he says is you line up your debts from the least amount you owe to the most amount you owe. Okay. You on all, like on the the, the debt that you owe the least amount on, what you'll do is you'll start putting uh, all the extra money you were putting into your, your, uh, your savings account for your emergency fund. You now start putting that on your lowest debt on top of the minimum payment. So the minimum payment plus whatever you're putting into your emergency fund. Okay. All the rest of your debts, you just pay the minimum on. All right. Now, a lot of economists are like, no, 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 you want to, you want to pay off the highest interest debt first and whatever. The thing about this method is it it has been proven to be much faster at paying off debt than doing all the other stuff and worrying about the math of percentages of APRs and whatever. The thing is about most people that are in a, in a really bad debt, if they were good at math, they wouldn't be in debt in the first place. Okay. So it's, forget about that. This is about quick wins. All right. And this works. I was able to get out of uh, all that. So, so someone up here was talking about, um, I think it was, uh, Mr. Mr. Y Tully here. Let's see. What was it? Oh, no, no. It was Sluggo talking about rebuilding financially after cohabitation split. So after my divorce, I racked up about $30,000, I think in credit card debt, because uh, basically she took all the furniture and stuff and I had to move into a place and refurnish the whole place. Right. So I, I bought all that stuff with, with credit card. I had a shitload of debt. I had to pay off lawyers. Right. I paid off all that and uh, paid off my car, all that stuff um, by using the debt snowball method. So it works. And so, so it's about quick wins. All right, so you take all the money that you were putting in your, your $1,000 savings. You start doing that to your, to your lowest debt. You knock that out, okay? Now you pay that off. Now, the next debt in line, you do the same thing. So all the stuff you were paying to your emergency fund, all the stuff you were paying to that first debt, now you lump that into the next debt, okay? Do you see where this is going? see how this is progressing, son? <laughs> so once you pay off that next debt, all the stuff you were paying to that debt, all the stuff you were paying to the previous one, all the stuff you were paying to your emergency fund, you now roll that into the next debt, okay? This starts this starts picking up a lot of steam, just like a snowball. That's why it's called the debt snowball method. It's <clears throat> absolutely genius. You will pay you will get out of debt so quickly doing this method. All right. Great. It's a great way to get out of debt relatively quickly. So, you do that and then once you get out of all these debts, Now we retarget the savings, uh, the savings of account again. Okay. Or your acorns, whatever you're doing. But so now that you have no more debt, now you just have all all this cash. So all the money that you were putting towards your debts, now you're going to find is a shitload of money. You were paying a lot towards your debts. All right. Now you take all that money and you start putting it in your emergency fund. And uh, Dave Ramsey recommends three to six months worth of savings. So if you you take, take your budget, like how much uh, it costs to rent or or pay for a mortgage or whatever you're doing, you know uh, your gas, your food, your electrical, you know, all your utilities and stuff like that. You, you, you count all that up and then you, you, Multiply that by by three to six months. I recommend six months. You might as well do six months. You might as well go for the gusto with this. You know what I mean? Um, and I have I have well over six months in in my my acords, and I on top of that, I have another six months in my crypto. So <laughs> just be smart about this stuff, okay, guys. You get you can you'll find that once you don't have debts, you have a a lot of money to like start playing with, start putting in different different. You're going to start looking for ways to to start. Uh, paying futures, your future self. And that's how you have to look at investing. You have to look at investing. Like um, I'm, I'm paying my future self. All right. You know, they talk about like rich people paying themselves first. This is what they're talking about. You pay your future self first. All right. So let's see. Let's, let's see. Most people, you know, don't have the ability to do Dave Ramsey's advice, but debt-free is the best way for it. They do have it. They do have If they figured it out, like, was it, uh, Dave Ramsey calls it getting gazelle intense with it. If you really want to do this, you will figure this out, right? You will, uh, you will start eating rice and beans every day. You will cut your expenses to like absolute bare essentials. You'll go out, you'll start delivering pizzas in the evening or Uber driving or whatever to start making extra money that you can start applying this stuff and start building up your emergency fund. Like people can do it if they're willing to do it. Most people are lazy as fuck. All right. Let's get real. (laughs) Most people are, if they really wanted to do it, they would figure it out. They would figure it out. Oh, but I'm too tired after my nine to five. Well, drink some fucking coffee and go to work. Okay. (laughs) Like, People come up with more excuses on why they can't do something instead of figuring out why they can't do something. It's, it's kind of sad. <clears throat> so anyway, so we're paying off. We're, we're, we're now investing in our emergency fund. You want to save six months worth of savings with that. Yeah, they don't. That's it. They don't, they'd much rather make up excuses. That's, yeah, that's most people though. That's most people that you'll find. <clears throat> yeah. Live within your means and debts will start fading away. Not that hard at all. I went from homeless to paying off my truck in a year. Boom. There you go. You know what? You know what? I don't plug it enough, but the link's down in the description. Uh, Aaron Clary has an excellent course on achieving minimalism, right? His link is down in the description. Check out his course if you really want to learn how to do this, okay? Clary is a fucking genius. (laughs) okay probably one of the best economists of our time so anyway his link's down in the description check that out I don't plug it enough uh let's see here so now you have six months worth of savings okay now now you're just like okay well now what do I do with all this money right because when you (laughs) when you don't have debts like you're gonna be fine like even if you work at McDonald's if you have no debt, like you'll find that that money goes a lot further. It's crazy. So now you're ready to start investing in retirement. Okay. So like I said before, Dave Ramsey recommends mutual funds and he also recommends allocating your funds a certain way. And, um, and, uh, Tony Robbins recommended index funds and allocating your funds a certain way. So let me show you what, uh, what Dave Ramsey recommends here real quick me, sh- uh, I'm clicking the wrong buttons here. We want to share my screen and let's see, is this one? Yes. This one. All right. Is that better? Is this better? This layout's better. Okay. So Dave Ramsey recommends mutual funds. You can do this with index funds too. So this is, this is how I allocate my funds. All right, I follow the Dave Ramsey advice, but I, instead of mutual funds, I'm using index funds because I explained earlier, index funds, uh there's less fees on the back end. So so you're 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 losing less money, right? Um uh, but what he recommends is 25% in international um funds, 25% in growth uh or large cap, right? Um 25% in um, aggressive growth and 25% in uh, and fairly stable so moderate risk so uh, another way to look at this is international large cap small cap and mid cap funds all right that's what that's the way you'll see it labeled most of the time and uh, one thing to to look at when you're looking at uh, if you want to go mutual funds you can uh, but i I just recommend index funds because they're lower cost on the back end but it, no matter what what you want to do is you want to look at the, 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 whatever fund you're putting your money in, you want to look at, um, the history of that. Right. And you want a fund that's been around for at least 10 years. Okay. A fund that's not been around 10 years. You don't have enough data to go off of. Don't put your money in that, but find a fund that's been around for at least 10 years. Then look at what their 10 year performance is because all of this is a long game. All right. We're not day trading here. We're putting our money in and we're leaving it. And if you, if you play the stock market that way, as a long game, you'll, you'll come out on top, like every time, every time. So anyway, so this is the easiest way to allocate your funds. This is how Dave Ramsey recommends it. Um, But you want to look at funds that have a 10 year history, at least Uh, if they have a longer history, even better. And you want to make sure that their 10 year performance is outpacing uh, inflation. <laughs> right, so if inflation's at eight percent right now, anything above eight percent is pretty good. And you'll see that uh, some of these funds like are performing at like you know fifteen percent and stuff like that. Really, just you just got to look at all the all the different options in these different different buckets, right? Mid cap, small cap, uh, large cap, and international. And uh, just look at their ten year performance. As long as they're outpacing inflation, like you're going to probably do okay. Um, just at FYI, the last time I looked at my, my, uh, Roth IRA, I, it was averaging at like 13%. So not, not bad, not bad. All right. Now Ray Dalio and Tony Robbins recommend, uh, the all weather portfolio. So let's, I'll show you that one real quick too. This, I mean, this is obviously an option here too. Uh, let's see here. This is how to create. Yes. So this is what the all weather portfolio created by Ray Dalio, Ray Dalio. If I remember correctly, was some kind of like world renowned hedge fund manager, like the best in the business, uh, like, you know, best returns ever, <laughs> best returns, uh, next to Bernie Madoff. Okay, <laughs> Bernie Madoff, like he, you know, that was all a Ponzi scheme. So it's totally different, but this is how Ray Dalio uh, managed basically his, uh, his, his funds. He calls it the all weather. And the idea with this is that no matter what correction, like how the market's correcting, this will, this will like, you know, reduce your risk. Okay. All of this is about reducing your risk. Okay. There's there's, you can't reduce your risk to zero. If you have zero risk, you're, you're not really investing. You know what I mean? and no no risk uh no reward and the greater the risk uh some oftentimes the greater the reward so so they recommend uh 40% in long-term bonds 30% in US stocks 15% in uh, US short-term bonds 7% in gold and 8% in commodities all right so you could you could allocate your 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 funds this way as well all right Although it's it's a little bit harder when you're investing in like let's say Roth IRAs and traditional IRAs it's it's a little bit harder to figure out which buckets to put your money in when you're allocating it this way. Dave Ramsey's method, like almost all funds are are either mid cap, small cap, um, large cap or or international. So it's pretty easy to figure out your buckets that way. That's why I like the I like the Dave Ramsey method with that. And like I said, like it it's performed well for me. So, but do your own research. If this, if this looks better for you, do it this way, you know, no harm, no foul. (laughs) One thing to do though. Uh, I will say this. So I have a, I have a guy on my Patreon who, uh, so like I do, I do, uh, I do life coaching. Okay. I like, I don't just tell guys how to like hook up with chicks. (laughs) And one of the, uh, one of my, uh, my premium Patreon members was asking me about how to set up his, his 401k for work. And so I was like, well, this is, this is the Dave Ramsey method. And I told him, I gave him both of these, these scenarios. And he decided to to go with the the Dave Ramsey method with it. And so we were looking at, at different, um, you know, different buckets. And I was telling him like, this is what you want to look for. You know, like, you know, you want to look at the 10 year performance and blah, blah, blah. And so he alloc he figured out what he wanted to do and he allocated it however he wanted to allocate it. And, um, and then like a couple of weeks later, he starts looking at all these other funds and stuff. And, uh, he's like, well, this one is performing like, you know, 1% better than this. And I eventually told him, I go, dude, eventually you just have to pick one, pick your horse and go with it. You know what I mean? Um, you don't want to get, uh, 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 Analysis paralysis with this stuff. Okay. Um, and this is the long game. And the more that you're like moving funds from buckets to buckets, the more fees they're charging you on the back end. So eventually, whatever bucket you figure out, whatever, you know, if you want to do all weather, if you want to do the Dave Ramsey method, whatever you want to do, uh, you know, Joe, the 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 smart economist guy on YouTube, whatever, whatever method you want to go with, just stick with it for a while at least stick with it for like a couple of years and evaluate the performance before making any changes but like once you do it like you don't want to be sitting there like trying to day trade this stuff this is the long game you're paying you're playing a long game here so uh let's see let's hide that let's go back to the chat um hey guys send a super chat if you have a question support the show all right so we're we're still on investing here right so investing um there's two things that, that Dave Ramsey recommends is uh, he, he recommends a Roth IRA, and he also recommends taking advantage of your company's 401k. And there's reasons for this, right? So your your 401k with your company has tax benefits. Your Roth IRA has tax benefits. The cool thing about your your 401k is all that money is taken out before taxes. So it's pre-tax dollars. Getting put into your 401k. Most companies also have some kind of company match. So you want to take advantage of the company match. Okay. Cause that's f- basically free money. Your company's giving you like extra money on top of your paycheck. So take advantage of that. You want to max that out as much as much as you can. And um, so that's that's good. That's pre-tax dollars. The thing is, when you start drawing on that money when you retire, that's when the government taxes you. So they tax you later. Uncle Sam's always got to get his, okay. Now, a Roth is awesome because all the money that you put into your Roth that's post tax dollars. So after you get your paycheck, now you take some of that money and then you start putting it in a Roth. And then that money grows tax free. And when you draw on it, you don't pay any taxes on money you draw from it. So that's also an excellent vehicle. Now, the problem with there's a couple of problems with Roths, right? Roths, uh, the max that you can put in, I think starting this year is 6,500 bucks right? Which isn't very much per year, but it all adds up, right? If you, especially if you start as a young buck in your twenties, you start doing this shit, that stuff will, like it'll grow. It'll grow pretty quick, especially if you keep putting money into it. Um, And then it grows tax-free. And uh, so that's a great way of doing it. Um, You can also get a traditional IRA, which you're putting, you're basically putting in uh, your, your, your paycheck money. So your, your money that's already been taxed, you're putting into that, but then you can take a deduction off your taxes with it. Right. So that's another vehicle, right? So you have a traditional IRA Roth IRA, and then 401k for most people. Uh, another drawback that I found out with, uh, I, with Roth IRAs is that there's a, uh, a, a limit, right? There's a, there's a monetary limit that you could be making, um, your annual income limit, uh, with Roth IRAs, and I passed that. <laughs> I passed that. I'm too rich for a Roth IRA, guys. That's too. That's a. That's a good problem to have, though. I'll tell you what. So the problem with that is, once you make it, it's it's. It, you have to make over 144,000 dollars a year to, to to pass that threshold. And if you're making that kind of money now, you can't. You can no longer contribute to your Roth. Right, but if you've contributed to your Roth up to that point, you can keep the Roth. You just can't put any more money in. They won't let you. So your money's just got to sit there and and grow, <laughs> and, and grow without you adding more money to it. Um, and then, like I, I I talked to my my uh, financial um, company about like what are my options. I was like, I can't put any more money into this. What do I do? And they're like, well. There's no limit on how much money you make to put into a traditional IRA. So you can start, you know, you can open a traditional and start putting your money in there. And I was like, okay, cool. But there is a limit on how much money you make to where you can write off those contributions to your 401k or I'm sorry, to your Roth, uh, to your traditional IRA. So if you make more than that threshold, you can no longer uh, write it off on your taxes so in that case, you get, you get taxed twice, right? You get taxed when you get paid and then you get taxed when you start drawing on that. So that kind of sucks, but those are, those are rich people problems, right? Those are, those are, those are, uh, those are top G problems. guys. <laughs> the average person in the U S makes like, uh, I think the average is something like 30,000, maybe 50,000 anyway. So most people don't have to even worry about that. But once you get in, get into, uh, you know, rich guy, Bugatti club. <laughs> these are, these are things that you run into. Uh, cause, cause you know, those goddamn evil rich guys, let's stick it to those fucking guys. Right? Like that's, that's how uh, the, the liberals think anyway. So that's something to consider, but, uh, but that's what, that's what Dave rec- recommends, right? Either like your 401k or one of those, one of the, the IRA options. Definitely do your research on that. I don't want to get too far into it, but, um, Let's do some math though. Um, If the reason why, like I I talk about the earlier you start, the better is because of compound interest. Okay. If you use a simple compound interest calculator online, let's say you're 18 years old and you save up and invest $6,000 in a Roth IRA and contribute $500 per month for the next 40 years. All right. Let's also assume that you earn a rate of return at our original or at at a 8% annual return. Okay. Let's say that you earn at 8%. By the time you're 58, you'll have over $1.6 million. All right. you see what I'm saying? Like, this is how, like, like almost anybody can get rich, (laughs) especially if you, the earlier you start. Okay. It's really smart to do this. So that's that. Uh, Let's see here. We already talked about, we already talked about Roths and pay limits and stuff like that. So, I'm going to try to wrap this up quickly. I, I got my, um, <laughs> I have a housekeeper guys. I recommend getting a housekeeper if you can afford it. They're, they're generally pretty affordable. She only, she, I, I pay her 60 bucks every couple of weeks and she comes and cleans my house. And, but she comes on Friday morning. So I'm like, uh, I'll text you when I'm done recording my live stream. So I'll try to wrap this up quickly. So now you're investing fifteen percent in your retirement you start doing that the next thing you want to do is pay off your home early. I'll try to get through this part really quick but um and then Clary told me something different too and I'll, I'll 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 talk about that but typically what you want to do is uh, any kind of extra money you have you want to start paying extra on your your principal um let's say you have um you have a loan, right? You're paying uh, money to principal, and you're paying money to um, you're you're paying money to the uh the, like the, the the percent that they're charging you, right? To to borrow that that money, you can pay extra to the principal amount, and that will actually pay off your loan quicker. Um, so if you pay, let's see if I can find it here. I can't remember how much it is. It's like. Something like if you pay an extra five hundred bucks a month towards your principal, like don't quote me on this. do your own do your own research. I'm trying to find my notes on it, but I can't find it right now. But something like if you pay an extra about five hundred bucks a month towards your principal, that takes off ten years of the loan and will actually save you about sixty thousand dollars, right? So you can pay off your home uh, your home ten years earlier by just paying an extra five hundred bucks a month towards your principal. So that's good. Now, what Clary told me was, that, uh, if your loan is less than what inflation is right now. So like my, my home loan right now is like 2%, uh, cause I bought it at a good time. Um, he's like, don't, don't pay extra on your principal. He's like, let that loan eat itself with, with, with interest. Cause he's like, you're actually coming out on top. <laughs> so. I'm, I don't know. I'm still like to me. I'm like, well, still paying off my home home ten years earlier is still paying off my home ten years earlier, and saving sixty thousand dollars is still saving sixty thousand dollars. So I don't understand the math on that. Clary's the expert, though. So do what you will with that information. I'm still paying off. I'm still paying extra on my principal. And then finally, the the last baby step is uh, to build wealth and give. All right. Uh, there's some incentives to giving besides just being a good person. Uh, a lot of things are tax deductible if you're donating to different charities and stuff like that. So you actually save money on your taxes, depending on what you're giving your money to. You can't deduct to uh, political things. So maybe, maybe don't do- donate to political packs and shit like that, but find something that you could donate your money to that will actually do the world some good. And, you know, you can actually, um, you know, reduce some of your taxes and then You know, you also could, could give to your, to your children and stuff too. Um, if you have enough money, but essentially that's it guys. Those are the, uh, those are the six baby steps. The one I left off was paying your, your kids college, because like I said, I don't think they'll respect their, their education if they, if you pay for it. So I, I left that one off, uh, my list. I'm not doing that. My kids can figure it out. I had to figure it out. (laughs) They'll respect their education better. Um, but yeah, if you follow this stuff, you know, especially the, the younger you are by the time you're, you retirement age, you're going to, you're going to have, you know, a couple, you could have a couple of million dollars, right? Uh, find a, 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 compound interest calculator and do your own math on that. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. And, uh, if just generally doing this, you'll be good with your money. All right. Now, you want one thing too that it's funny because you see guys like Andrew Tate driving around Bugatti's and shit like that. A great book to read is uh, The Millionaire Next Door. And what you'll find is that real rich people, like truly wealthy people, don't buy Bugatti's. They don't buy stuff like that. Cars are like the worst money that, like, worst thing that you could buy. They lose their value over time most of the time. So most rich people drive stuff like Fords. You know, like I have a Toyota Tundra, (laughs) you know what I mean? You know, drive around in Bugattis. That stuff's a waste of money. Most of the guys that you see in these big old mansions driving Bugattis and stuff like that, they have like, they just have an epic fuck ton of debt. Okay. They are living on on debt and uh, they're not really rich. Like really rich people don't do that. They're very frugal. They don't have a lot of debt. The, The debt they do have is smart debt and it's calculated and you know, they, they drive, they, they sort of live within their means. All right. So that's all I have this week. I got to wrap up here because my, uh, you know, my, like I said, my housekeeper is waiting on me. Where's my notes here? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, dude, you buy a card, they lose value the moment they leave the lot. Yep. Yep. Rich people, they buy cheap stuff, man. I mean, they, what I would say is they buy quality stuff though. You know, like it, it's, it's much better, like for shoes, for instance, right? If you spend a little bit extra money on, on good shoes, they will last longer than buying cheap shoes. So you just got, they spend their money better. And one thing too, I, I learned after, after studying all this stuff, I I, I looked at my garage one day and just saw all the shit in my garage. And I was like, you know what? All this used to be money. I don't use half the stuff in here. You know what I mean? So you'll realize that uh, when you're going through the stuff, and you're trying to cut. Money, you're trying to uh, reduce your spending so that you can do the, you know, emergency funds, stuff like that. You'll realize like how much you spend on bullshit that you don't even use. Right. <laughs> stuff like belts in the background. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So uh, you start getting smarter with money once you start following these steps. So this, this like really is good for everybody to do. Even if you want to do the fast lane method and start your own business and that, all that kind of stuff, getting into real estate or whatever. This is still like the base fundamentals. Like everyone should be doing it. I think, I think. All right, guys, that's all I got. I don't know who's hosting rule zero tomorrow, but I won't be there anyway. <laughs> Nurse Chick and I are going to Salt Lake City to see a WWE house show. So be sure to tune into uh, my podcast Monday at the very least. Uh, my 3% brother Nathan has returned to the podcast and to the 3% Brotherhood group. I'm calling it the Prodigal Son Returns episode. He's a total player too. And uh, he gives a lot of great insights. Definitely tune in for that. Other than that, uh, I don't see any of their super chats, So be sure to... Like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Drop a comment. If you're watching on the replay, drop a comment below. Any comment will do. Uh, follow me on social media. Get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash commandmanpod. You can join for as little as 10 bucks to support the show. There's uh, other cool benefits with that. Send super chats when you join these live streams. That really helps out quite a bit. Uh, more than, you know, and you can send super chats for as like little as a dollar. Like if this episode helped, like the, this information helped you consider sending a super chat next time, get on the email list, list.comonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers. Uh, these designs are also available on mugs in my merch store, merch.comonmanpod.com They're linked below in the video. Um, if you want to get one, your coffee tastes better in those. And then check out my practical law of attraction course, com. Get your mind right. Achieve all the goals that you want in your life, including the whamming and your money. Uh, this will actually, uh, if, if you set goals on m- like money goals, this will help you with that as well. Um, th- this helps in all areas of your life. It's the reason why I did that is like my first course. So, all right, guys, that's all I have this week. We will see you guys on Monday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now go out and get it.